Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Have you come across the spiritual rhetoric of detaching from outcome, but really struggling with understanding what on earth that means? In this episode of the Light Path Podcast, I attempt to break that down by looking at detachment and what it really does mean energetically and spiritually. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really happy to have you here and really keen to dive into unpacking debunking or maybe demystifying another one of those spiritual rhetoric terms we hear a lot of. And that is this whole concept of detachment. So I think a lot of people have heard this over, you know, recent times as in inverted commas, manifestation practices have been taught to people, which is great. Obviously, we want people to be more conscious of the lives that they are creating and really empower people to create lives that they love. I am all for that. But I think the the answer in there or the, the key ingredient in that is that word create. And that in and of itself is a verb. It's a doing thing. So it's something that we are constantly doing. And we are constantly doing it whether we are aware of it or not. So that is why I don't love the term manifestation as something that we do to get what it is that we want. Because I think that that is just so limiting to who we are as human beings because we're always manifesting. For me, it's about alignment. It's about becoming as opposed to getting. And to bring this back to detachment, I think a lot of people, and I do get asked this quite a bit from clients, when we're guided to detach from the outcome, So, you know, very early on in my personal spiritual journey, I was definitely interested in the magic of manifestation, only very, very soon to surrender to the fact that there was no magic in it. It was all about the action, the verb of creation, of the doing. And Yes, we, we do create things on the outside of us, but more importantly, it's about who are we creating ourselves to be and how are we becoming in order to vibrationally align with the things that we want so that when we get them, we can actually handle the vibration of them. So this whole concept of detach from outcome in manifestation practices can feel kind of confusing and counterproductive at the very least, because here we are taught to really focus on what it is that we want, to visualize it, 
uh, to speak it into existence, to believe it beyond a shadow of a doubt, and then detach from the fact that it's actually going to happen as if the thing that I'm visualizing and working towards, I then have to pretend I don't want it or not want it. It is so confusing. And I think the confusion lies in the fact that in inverted commas, manifesting isn't about here I am sitting in my life. I like my life the way it is. I don't particularly as a person want to shift or change or look at my shadow, look at my limitations and look at my blocks. But I would really love that thing. I would really love that job promotion. I would really love that particular relationship. I would really love to move to that certain place or I would really love more money, whatever it is that you're in inverted commas manifesting. And so you do all the things that the that this manifestation rhetoric teaches. You create a vision board. You say affirmations. You believe that it's going to happen. You walk around acting as if this is your reality. And then you have to detach from the outcome where all these practices are actually completely tying you to the outcome. They're completely like marrying you to the outcome. So this is where it just gets so disheartening and confusing. And I know that feeling because I have absolutely been there. I have tried to implement all these contradictory uh, techniques, advice all at once. Now, in and of themselves, none of these things are bad. I think that there's just been, dare I say it, an oversimplification of beautiful, sacred spiritual teachings from many of um, spiritual, religious, philosophical traditions that most of them, this is ancient stuff. So, you know, is in the world, everything old is new again. And I think this wave of manifestation rhetoric came when people were just wanting really quick results and we were primed socially to want things, thinking that those things meant something, status, happiness, achievement, whatever meaning we attributed to them. Whereas manifesting in and of its essence is, like I said, something that we're always doing. We are always manifesting. We do that as easy as we breathe. So these practices of the ones that I mentioned, for example, like visualization or, you know, living as if, like really believing that this thing that isn't in your reality is going to be in your reality are really amazing, really powerful techniques. But that is not manifesting. That is actually aligning. It's actually expanding your conscious awareness and reprogramming your subconscious to actually exist 
on a different vibration so that you can align with and receive what it is that you desire. Now, if you want something more, if you want something better, if you want something different, then by law of attraction in that like attracts like, you have to become something more, something better and something different. Because if you got it, you wouldn't know what to do with it when you had it in a low vibration and you would totally sabotage it. How often do you know you you hear that story of people winning the lottery and then it completely ruining their lives or they lose the money? It's because they weren't vibrationally aligned with the essence of that much wealth. They weren't in that vibration of being able to handle the massive influx of that energy in the form of money that was required of them to actually hold it. That's a really extreme example, but I know I've had examples in my own life recently. For example, in my business, I had this vision for my business and I was working so hard. I was act, I was taking the action, I was creating so hard for this to make it happen. But myself personally as a person hadn't shifted to a vibration that could handle that and as a result I was getting frustrated I was exhausted I was not really making decisions based in abundance and love I was overwhelmed to the max I was probably overwhelmed to the point of about to have a nervous breakdown and I was driving in my car one day and the words of Dr. Joe Dispenza rung so heavily in my ears when he says your personality creates your personal reality and for me that clicked so hard when I remembered that statement and this is where I believe you know our subconscious gifts us these things if we're willing to listen to it this is why we have intuition workshops to to teach you how to do this and to cultivate this practice within you because it was the exact, I wasn't asking for that guidance, but it was the exact guidance I needed at that time. And that time was for me to realize I want this thing. I I know I can do it because I'm doing it, but I haven't shifted my personality. I have not shifted my vibration to someone that can hold this. So I almost just stopped everything I was doing in terms of the business and I thought to myself, right, what kind of person can hold this next level of responsibility, next level of physical expansion in the business? What is she like and how am I not being her? How my qualities or my personality not expressing the way that this person would express And what is then blocking me from doing that? What do I have to shift to do that? Hence, what do I have to release? What part of me has to die for this new part of me to be born? That is alignment. That is when as soon as I did that, and I'm obviously highly tuned in this, so I do this all the time. So for me, in this case, it was a fairly quick process. But as soon as I did that, bang, flow started to come. Challenge still existed. This wasn't me trying to avoid the challenge of it. This was me 
really committing to someone that could hold that energy that I was creating and I was calling in. And I think, well, I know deep down, I'm going to go through this cycle every time I step up. And how beautiful to remind myself humbly that, yep, practice what you preach. You have to change your personality, so your vibration, and align it with the desired reality. Because who we are, how we think, how we perceive things, how our emotions are naturally flowing through is going to create our personal reality. So in that situation, my emotions were totally tied to frustration, totally tied to negativity, doubt, uh, disappointment. Instead of rising above all of that and channeling it into the personality that could see the vision through the murkiness that didn't need immediate results. And here I lead to the art of detachment. So if you are fumbling around with this manifestation rhetoric of, if I just believe it, I'll see it. So I've just got to convince my mind that it's true and and, and not actually shift and change anything then you're going to get stuck in this hamster wheel of constant hard work and more often than not, disappointment in the results that you do get. And the key here is actually to detach from outcome. And I believe that you can only do that when you understand that manifestation is not about getting more. It's about being more. So straight away in my example, I saw that what was blocking me was I wasn't prepared to be a different expression, a greater, more potent vibration of myself. I wasn't prepared to do that and I was just wanting more. And here is where we detach from the outcome. So once you align with that energy, then the more will just come. The outcome is assured in what form often surprises us and the timing of it is really honestly a lot out of our control. The only timing, the only control we have over the timing is our willingness to raise, purify and maintain the vibration and to be just constantly curious. It's not hard work, it's just curiosity. Oh, how am I being? Oh, what is my dominant emotion? Oh, is that aligned? Do I need to shift that? How do I need to shift that? It's just curiosity. It's not this like big workhorse of a situation. And I think that of all the quotes I have heard is this paraphrase that I have heard from the Bhagavad Gita. And the actual, I think people may have heard this, but I'll, I'll say the paraphrased version of it first. Detachment isn't about you owning nothing. It's about nothing owning you. And where that comes from is a phrase or a verse in the Bhagavad Gita, which, by the way, I am not a theologian of, Um, And it reads, 
one who is unattached to the fruits of his work and who works as he is obligated is in the renounced order of life. So what that means, basically, detachment isn't about you owning nothing. So basically, what this is saying is, is it, it's about you not working for the thing, but just being responsible for it. So it's basically saying it's about you performing the action, raising your vibration, shifting your personality, hence your personal reality. So it's not about the thing, it's about you having the stuff, but knowing that the stuff is just a reflection of what is going on inside of you. And so it isn't the pursuit of the thing. It isn't about the promotion. It isn't about the partner. It isn't about the finances, whatever it is that you are trying to align with. Those things are inconsequential. But when we make those things the absolute focus, which when we stay in these really simplified in inverted commas, manifestation practices that we've all been taught, we stay so attached to the thing as if the thing is the reward, as if the thing is the goal. So when we don't get it, oh, we're not worthy enough or we haven't worked hard enough for it, it then becomes our fault. And it's not our fault necessarily. I think it's just that we weren't taught beautifully enough. And It's our fault to the extent that we weren't prepared to become more. We weren't prepared to really seek the journey rather than the destination. So that's another one of those phrases that people get really annoyed with and roll their eyes with. It's about the journey. It's not about the destination. But to be quite honest, it really, really, really is. That is like spot on in terms of how you can detach from that outcome so yes you can want things for sure but the things the outcome that you want should never own you to the extent that that is all it's about so you can have all the things but all the things the results is not the thing that defines you. The way in which you shifted and changed and grew and expanded is actually understanding that nothing owns you because you are constantly changeable. You are endless in your potential. And this is just a beautiful way to explain to play, to expand, to encourage versions of you to emerge. It's never about the thing. So I'm going to repeat that statement again for you to sit with it and for you to begin to maybe form a relationship with it and an understanding of it within your own context in that detachment isn't about you owning nothing. It's about nothing owning you. 
You are not your possessions. You are not your profession. You are not your relationship status. You are not your living situation. You are not the clothes that you wear. You are not the car that you drive. You are not even the physical body that you are in. You are endless love. You are endless potential. You are your personality. You are your values. You are your generosity. You are your compassion. You are your kindness. You are your determination. You are your persistence. You are your humor. What all the things that make up the whole. And the things on the outside of that, what we choose to contribute for our work, the clothes that we buy, the nice things that we have, the places we choose to live, the partners we choose to walk with, the children we choose to bring into this world, all of that is just a reflection of the person within. And so it makes sense that none of that external stuff can own us. And it also doesn't mean that we can't have and enjoy all that wonderful stuff that we create in our lives. Of course we can. But when it begins to own us and define us, that's when we've stepped over to the other side. And when we give the things that we desire more importance than who we are, and we allow the things that we desire or the things that we are manifesting to actually mean something about us or define us, that is when we've given our power away. So that is how you detach from the outcome. You see the outcome as the inspiration to be more. Let's just say the outcome is a designer bag. And I'm saying that because I'm sitting here in the recording studio and I'm looking at my bag and I love my bag. (laughs) It is a designer bag and it's a bag I wanted for a really long time. And there was nothing wrong in wanting that. I just wanted it. But in order to get it, I needed to shift my vibration. That bag doesn't represent to me status. It doesn't represent to me being better than anyone else. For me, what that personal reality represents to me is a reflection of my personality that was willing to do extra work to save for it. That honors the hard work I put in for that energy exchange for that money to buy it. So this bag is nothing that can own me. I fully own it because I know the essence of its truth. So this bag doesn't define me. I define this bag. Other people might define it as status or whatever. I define it as self-love and a representation of my tenacity and hard work and persistence. And I'm really proud of that. And that's why I love to carry it. 
So have a think about the things that you are desiring to align with in your life right now and see how much emphasis you're putting on that to define who it is that you are and how maybe you can detach from that by focusing on who it is that you are excited to curate, to align with something like that and then have that as a representation of those qualities and those shifts and those growths and that healing or the releasing that needed to go in order to become that. And just a reminder as we finish up here that all of us are so much more capable and have so much more potential than what our egos could ever lead us to believe. So I hope that that helps and that maybe provocates a little thought within and maybe helps clarify or shift a perception around what it means to detach from the outcome. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts over on the Facebook community. I'll pop this quote up there and I would love to hear how this lands with you or how you understand it, even if it's different, even if you've conceptualized it differently. I would love to hear it because it might make sense to you and hence it might help explain it better to somebody else than I have here. But for now, just reminding you of your endless potential and of your true essence, which is love. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.